a procedure called catheter ablation lowers the risk for complications and death in patients with atrial fibrillation. Examining the latest research and telling you about the latest breakthroughs, the Science and Research Show is on the scope. Today I'm talking with Dr. Nasir Marouche from University of Utah Health about catheter ablation for treating atrial fibrillation in patients with heart failure. You know, more than 20 million people in America suffer from heart failure. And um, a significant amount of these people uh, have an ejection fraction or weak heart muscle, less than 35%. That's defined as weak heart muscle. And these guys are high risk of sudden cardiac death. We know this for years now, and that's why they need to protect it. Now, more than... 30% 30% of the heart failure patients are suffering or will suffer from atrial fibrillation. It's a big number, a third almost. So this is becoming a big dilemma, how to treat these patients. And we know that in this patient population, the atrial fibrillation itself increases the risk of dying, increases mm-hmm. the risk of stroke, and so on. And over the years, there's multiple studies have been done using different kind of drugs to improve outcome of these patients. In fact, called papers published in the New England Journal show there's no difference. If you use any kind of drugs or use nothing, the mortality will stay the same. Stroke risk will stay the same. Hospitalization rate will stay the same. Catheter ablation is a completely different approach. Can you explain what that is? Uh, Me personally and our team has started working on this uh, before we came to University of Utah around 1999-2000, which is um, simplified is uh, a catheter-based procedure, as the name says, to target specific cells within our heart, specifically in the atrial, the upper chamber of the heart, to cauterize or kill uh, triggers of tissue causing irregular heartbeats. Uh, There's different ways to do this. And over the last 20 years, we learned a lot how to do that and what's the best way to do it. But still, there's still at least five to six strategies of ablating atrial fibrillation. And all of this is done within a few hours and the patient walks away? or If I would have given you this interview in, in 2000 when we were in Cleveland Clinic, uh, I would have told you 11 hours procedure to 10, 9. We went up to 6. We were excited. It's a two-hour procedure today. Wow. I mean, the ablation itself, the delivering energy and heating tissue, it's probably... 45 to 90 minutes maximum. So even though this procedure has actually been done, like you said, for about 20 years, I think you said, mm-hmm. um, it sounds like really what wasn't known is how effective it was, especially compared to um, drug treatments. The unknown uh, until we just presented the recent study was, does AFib ablation per se improves primary, uh, primary endpoints of mortality or worsening heart failure hospitalization in group patients uh, suffering from heart failure. Now, that's that's that we focused on because we wanted to look at sick patients who suffer from this disease to look at I see. quick, uh, not quick, but to look at, uh, they have high events. These patients die, about 30, 40% of them die because of the heart failure and mm. diseased hearts. So we wanted to look at this population, see can we save life in this high-risk population? And that wasn't done until until recently. In a nutshell, what, what were those results? Catheter ablation uh, showed a significant reduction in all-cause mortality when compared to conventional guidelines-based standard treatment, uh, standard of care treatment. Catheter ablation, when you looked at the 
mortality and heart failure combined as a composite endpoint showed a significant reduction of the composite point of the two together. When you looked at the hospitalization only, catheterization was superior to drugs or, uh, or standard of care treatment in lowering uh, hospitalization, hospitalization for heart failure. Catheterization was also, which is very important for the listeners as well to know, in lowering the risk of cardiovascular mortality. Not all-cause mortality only, but also cardiovascular okay. mortality. Specifically, yeah. Sudden cardiac death and, and failing pump and so on. So that improved the outcome. And, and actually, the, the relative risk reduction in cardiovascular mortality was 51%. Mm. It means every other patient will, wow. will profit. And what's important for the, for the for, for IF, if you look at the data, and hopefully the paper will be out soon and you read it, we need only to treat eight patients to save eight eight patients to save one life. That's wow. a big, that's a big deal for for a study like this. One thing you alluded to earlier is that I mean these patients are already <coughs> pretty sick, right? And so it it seems um, pretty impactful that you can um, make a change even at this stage. Yeah, the data from Castle, the earlier you treat this patient in this progress, in the stage of heart failure, the better the outcome. I see. So if you treat them when they start getting to heart failure and the pump is 30% and 35% or 29% uh, in, in function and ejection fraction, they do way better when they are at the end stage of the disease, when they are almost dying. So that's important as well. Go and seek treatment as early as possible and ablation should be the best option for this population. Um, and so what's next in this line of research? It's as much as I'm excited about catheter ablation and promoting it worldwide now because it's a solution for our patient, but I'm telling my colleagues and partners, be careful and don't, don't explode uh, and start giving it to everybody uh, randomly. We really need to think about selecting this patient maybe, and MRI imaging, defining fibrotic t- uh, tissue and, and ex- an extension of the disease in our atrium and our ventricles will better help redefine this patient. That's the next big study we're putting together now is randomize this patient based on the amount of scarring in their heart to ablation procedures or not and see what's the primary or heart primary endpoint look like, mortality, hospitalization, and strokes. Interesting, informative, and all in the name of better health. This is the Scope Health Sciences Radio.